Hey, y'all, this is Kara. What? <laughs> I was looking at your name. What just happened? Hey, y'all, this is Jeff. I got anything you need. Jeff. Did I, I take some ashwagandha? I think you just had some ashwagandha. <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey, y'all, this is April. I think this is Caroline. <laughs> Not sure. We're trying to figure it out. Oh, and this is your bloody happy hour quickie edition. We're back for a new episode. We're back and we're refreshed and we're rejuvenized and we're ready to go. Did you enjoy your break? Mm-hmm. Did you take a break a little bit? Yeah. You've had, you've had pretty much, you've had a break. Yeah. I did no true crime over this break. Like you didn't watch any? Uh, nothing. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't watch mm. anybody get killed. I didn't. You know what I binged? What? Will and Grace. I started Will and Grace oh. from the beginning, <gasps> season one. Okay. I love, I love, love, love Will and Grace. The original Karen, like the original Karen. And I was like, why would they taint? Like this is the original Karen that's nothing like the Karen. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? Our, this, this was out in the 90s and early 2000s, and we were such toughies that they talked shit about everybody. everybody. And you know what we didn't do? Cry or cancel them or write a letter or do whatever. And I just need them to bring all these episodes back just so you can see how much people would cry. Oh, yeah, they won't. <sighs> it's too offensive. It is the best way. I I love it. It's anyways. So I watch. I've watched it waking up in the morning, going to bed at night. I'll watch it while I'm working during the day. It has been great. So you know what I've been drinking? Karen Walker's favorite is gin and tonic and wine. Yeah. Well, I love that show. And also, I almost started to watch Roseanne. Again, okay. Because she was, um, well, she's she is at like the Joe Rogan's. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you went and saw her lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I saw and her. She, she was canceled. This, yeah, she was canceled, and she did this whole other interview uh, recently, and um, she just was talking about her whole canceled experience, and might as well. She talk about wasn't it. like, she wasn't like really crazy and out of control. Like, I don't know. I kind of felt bad for her. But yeah. I mean, it's like Roseanne. It's Roseanne. Everybody says shit at some point. Um, Dave Chappelle's coming about out about how when he was almost canceled for just shit that he says. And it's comedy and how you just can't say comedic things anymore because. I think they're starting to say it again. I think they're slowly do it. coming back. Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, but what I did watch was Love and Death. Hip Hop. Oh. 
Love and Death, Life and Death, the the Candy Montgomery. Oh, I thought you were going to say Candy Notorious Montgomery. Big. No, <laughs> the HBO series that was that just came out. Was it good? Yeah. So it's um, they release an episode a week, oh. and it was released about a month ago. So there's. I think um I th- I think there's one more episode left that I haven't watched that's maybe about to come out or hasn't come yet. Is this the one with the girl with American Horror Story that yes, played on American she, Horror Story? She, yes, she and she's plays, playing Candy. She plays Betty Elizabeth oh. Olsen, who is the Olsen twins' sister, which is who Elizabeth Olsen. She, I think she was like in a superhero. Movie. Oh, she's not anybody that we would. Yeah, yeah, you would notice her. You'd recognize her. Oh, okay. But she is um. She plays Candy. Okay. And I I liked this one better. Better than Jessica or Jennifer, whatever her name yeah, is? Yeah, I liked it better than Hulu. Mm. I'll watch it when they all come out so I can watch it. I mean, they're pretty so much have to out. Wait. Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> so it was really good. It was really good. And I, I would say to go watch it. It's just like the book. It's just okay. Like the book. Speaking of Candy, um, if you haven't gotten there yet, we re-released Candy for that week off so if you haven't heard that episode you don't have to go backwards because it came out for our tuesday episode yes that was was a a good episode it was was actually our most popular episode that we've released last time i looked that bloody happy hour has put out candy freaking montgomery little old fort worth girl most popular episode well What's going on in the news? Because I know there's been a lot of things happening. So which one are we talking about? So um, first off, Carolina, you said that you may, you're not going to Moscow in June. I know. The preliminaries canceled. Yes. So Brian Koberger, he was indicted by a secret grand jury. Mm-hmm. Secret, secret, secret. Um, and it's supposed to be arraigned on May 22nd. So when you, yesterday, yesterday by the time yeah. you hear this. And so because of that, there's no need for June preliminary hearing. So what they did at that grand jury is they presented all their evidence. And that grand jury just said, oh, there's enough to not do a preliminary. Let's go straight to trial. And so they're skipping that step, going to trial, um, assuming he's going to plead not guilty. And so grand jury means it's not going to be public. Correct. And so it's, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a big thing like the Murdoch, but it's probably going to be more like the one that just finished, what's the girl's name, Daybell. Where you'll well, hear I mean, it kind of after the fact or as it's going, hear- but you can't see it. The hear- Well, we don't know yet. I mean, they, they, they the did trial say, trial. Well, we don't know. We really don't know yet. What they released so far was that they will have audio. They will have visual. They did not confirm if it would be uh, live or delayed. Uh, but most likely from what we know so far, it will. It will be on a delay, but, I mean, we don't... That may change. Who knows? Okay. But on yesterday, they're going to address, I think, three different hearings kind of in one. Uh Uh-huh. And they'll determine, like, what is his arraignment, so if if he pleads guilty or not guilty. They'll decide the gag order, because now they've moved it to a different court. Uh Uh-huh. And they have a new judge. 
Judge, judge is the judge. Judge, judge. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were talking about how they didn't want it public because they don't want, like, the jury tainted and this is just such a big trial and we already know what what Facebook forums and what the media can do to cases like this. I'm on a Brian Koberger's Innocent page just because I'm nosy. Yeah. And people are crazy obsessed with the fact that he could be innocent. And there's all these, I don't even entertain it by like digging deep in there. But there's a group of people, a lot of people that think that he is innocent and that are blaming, of course, like the roommates. The roommate, yeah. But it's good for that one roommate that was going to have to go to go and So most likely testify, they're still right? going to, the defense is still going to question her. But at least what the preliminary hearing gets rid of is the these people having to come and testify in front of him if he is the killer and they've mm-hmm. seen him, they it kind of takes that away because they do the grand jury. It's without the defense at all, which okay. I, I, I just kind of learned that yesterday. I didn't really know what the grand jury was. I knew it was a secret jury hearing. Uh-huh. I didn't know how it all worked. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jets. You can do that if you go into blendjets.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one Mm, with some chia seed. Wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. So this is a great alternative. I love it. it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjets and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy 
forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's if you don't not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink. And if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance. Or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated. Brain frog? Brain fog. (laughs) The solution is cure hydration so go to that link enter the code you can go to my offer link it is zen z-e-n dot a-i slash b-h-h 20 cure hydration i'm your puzzle loving pal and i'm gonna tell you about my latest obsession wongo puzzles these things are the real deal folks they're high quality handcrafted and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH. You get 10% off, and I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles. How would you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order like five. So, yeah, the grand jury is no defense there, only prosecution um, that way the people who come and testify and give their statements don't have to do it in front of him mm. or the def- the defendant and he's not there. And so, and then I guess this jury just decides if they want, they think he should, it should be taken to trial or if it should not be taken, like if there's enough evidence to bring it to trial. <coughs> Which um, I think Nancy Grace was saying, if you take a ham sandwich to a grand jury, it's going to be taken to trial. <laughs> like that's, it's a given. All right, next up, we got Natalie Holloway and Jorian Vandersloot is back in the news. I know. Um, and this is a story. You have to know who Natalie Holloway is. It's something that happened in 2005. She went on a trip, her senior trip, and never came back. Um, she was declared legally dead in 2012. And Joran Vandersloot, who is a son of a prominent judge, was the prime suspect. And he was known to a lot of the people down there to drug and rape American tourist women, girls there. Okay. So pretty, you know, great guy. Mm-hmm. He, um, Natalie was never found, but Joran Vandersloot was never convicted of her murder but he was convicted of another woman named Stephanie Flores's murder. And I didn't dig deep into that because I do think it's a story that we need to cover at some point. But he has been extradited to Alabama here soon. And he's going to face charges of extortion and fraud because he tried to swindle Beth Holloway, Natalie's mom, out of $250,000. He promised her that if she sent him money, that he would 
tell her where Natalie's body had been buried this whole time. I couldn't catch what year he did this, but she he got at least $25,000 off of her. And the lawyer was part of this transaction, so she has, like, evidence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he was in on this. And they actually showed up to some site where she was not at. So, yeah. so like, she was thinking she was going to find her daughter to at least bring her daughter home and bury her daughter, and that's, that didn't happen. So... um He's also in jail right now because of the murder charge, but he's also facing facing smuggling charges in this Peruvian jail. He has also had multiple wives, had multiple girlfriends. He's impregnated women since he's been in there. He's like living a bachelor style. He's, it's basically a brothel. That's why they're saying like he's he's probably hoping to stay there. Obviously, he's hoping he to will. stay there until he gets. Well, that's why they're like, well, he pro- he may not. Make it back there if he's yeah. close to the jails here. I mean, if... So they're saying even if he gets convicted here of these charges, he'll have to go back to his Peruvian jail, finish out his murder sentence, plus his smuggling charges sentence, and then come and do his sentence in America if he, he makes it back. Yeah. So, you know, Americans, American prison system, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, but Natalie's mother does feel refreshed and good, so she feels like she's finally getting some type of justice. Somewhere. Yeah. I feel good that at least he's, you know, at least in prison, even though he's not living a ba- um, prison life. So there's mm. that. Let, we're going to cover this that story, so don't dive too, too deep in that. Um, Another review is... And you can kind of help me with this, the mm-hmm. Oklahoma 7 McFadden case mm, that you covered a couple stuff episodes ago. Every day. Um, and so what I've seen, that's the one where there were seven people found dead in Oklahoma. Um, and Jeffrey McFadden was the convicted uh, felony and sex offender that was also found dead. And they I think said it's Jesse McFadden. Jesse. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey was one of my students, sorry. (laughs) Um, Was found with a gunshot wound to the head. I didn't realize that they were found like 100 yards away from each other. So it kind of looked like they were running. Yeah. Or and then now they're saying it looked like they're like they were killed. So, so people are saying they look like they were maybe killed and like their body had been staged out there. All these different things are happening. But and then. When the family showed up at the house, the house looked like a brothel. Like there's some sketchy stuff that's been going on. And it's basically come out that the police there have not done their job. Um, OSBI is now in the picture. And the family has since said that there has been more communication from the OSBI than there ever was with the actual police department. And mm. what town was that? Okmigi? Yes. County. Okmulgee. Okmulgee County. Um, and now it's coming out that um, the Something priest the that Miriam. Okay, okay. And then the regis- the lady that did the marital certificate also does the registration for the sex offenders. Basically, they were saying that the police 
knew that this guy was getting married and they signed off on the documents, like the marriage papers and documents. But then they were saying, well, it's just paperwork that comes through and they're like marriage certificate. They sign off and they just go about their day. Like they don't like, I do don't know. Checks. I don't know how any of that works. If you do let us know because you hear both sides mm-hmm. and you don't really know which one is accurate. So if you, if you're out there and you work at a place that you sign off on marriage certificates, let us know if you're part of the police department. Well, and is or it like, there, is it their responsibility to, to do check? a background check? Right. This is why there should be like a flat. Anytime this name, a name pops up, who's like a sex offender or a registered sex offender. Do you know in Canada, they don't have that. They oh. don't have a list. Yeah. So yeah. don't go to Canada. Um, or do. Or if do. you're a, reg- <laughs> if you're a sex offender. <laughs> um, but yeah. then supposedly she found out somehow and he explained it away by hiring a girl, an actor, that she was the supposed victim. And she says, oh, it was all a big misunderstanding. So then wife, Holly... Was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, you're talking about, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. wife did find out that he, she was supposedly a sex, of, he was a sex offender. Um, yeah. But he explained it away. He paid this girl to lie to the wife mm-hmm. saying she was the victim and he she wasn't really raped or assaulted and everything's fine. But yeah. Then she ended up, I think she ended up telling her that it wasn't true. Or yeah. Something. But yeah, it, it's, there's so much. It it really just falls back onto the police still didn't like they did not do their job, either way. But it sounded more and more like McFadden is did not want his wife and his family to know about this ongoing of like what was going to come out in court about his ongoing affair with this young girl and the cell phone. So that's what was he was remember he had that court date on the day of the murder. Yeah. But also how the, the police officers know that knew that he had this phone and knew that what he was doing on his phone, and yet they still released him. Let him out. I mean. Which he was looking up, like, he was, like, sexting with, like, a 17-year-old or 16-year-old mm-hmm. or whatever. But still, you not only have an illegal phone, which, I mean, I'm sure they. Yeah, contraband phone. Contraband phone, and you're doing this. And uh, they're just going to be like, oh, that's fine. Go do it because maybe they were all connected in some way and the police are involved and they're like, oh, that's our hookup. Let them out. Let them out. (sighs) Don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Here's my, the new story. Let's go to Utah and it's always a red flag when it's in Utah. Y'all, there's so many things going on with Utah. Like, I keep hearing hearing Mormon story after Mormon story after Mormon story. Like, we have I tried. Oh, then we had that. And then there are another, Mormons. I know. <laughs> Never trust a Mormon. You know. Never trust a Mormon. I just, I just can't. Okay. Corey Richens. She is a 33-year-old woman. And, you know, Caroline, she's multi-talented. She is a house flipper. And she's a children's book author. She's good looking. She's the whitest teeth ever. She's cute. She yeah. is very good looking. She had a beautiful, she had three boys. She yeah. had a good looking redhead husband. You know how I am about redheads. Oh, I didn't realize he was redhead. He looked like it to me. Oh, he was just white. <laughs> <laughs> he was dirty blonde, maybe. Um, cherry, what's it called? Cherry blonde. 
Red blonde. Cherry blonde. Yeah. So he, you know, she turned a tragedy into a triumph because in March in to in March of 2022, she made her husband a Moscow mule. And took it to him in bed because they're such hard workers. They're house flippers. They buy these houses and they resell them and they make a lot of money off of that. And she said that she took him his Moscow mule and she went to go check on one of the kids. When she came back later that night, he was cold to the touch. Oh, no. So she called 911, panicked and frightened. Oh, no. Um, and she was so devastated after his death that she was left to raise her three sons and her three sons were so devastated and they had to go through all these new things without their dad that she was inspired to write a book about grief because she looked on Amazon and there was no books about little boys losing their dads. Hmm. So she wrote a book called, Are You With Me? It's a children's grieving book. It was a pretty good little book. Like I read some of the pages and I was like, oh, this is fitting, right? Mm -hmm. Well, a couple weeks after the book got released, well, first the book got released and she was like, it was, she was an internet frenzy. She was a local girl that like um, children's authors all over Amazon. She was doing all these interviews and she had planned to write sequels. But she did not get to because oh, no. a couple weeks after it was released, a year after her husband died, turns out they found out that he actually died of a lethal th- dose of fentanyl. Now, how did they not know this until a year later? How, do you, I guess you just don't do an autopsy immediately? Why? Why are we not always doing autopsies? <laughs> Costs she's a lot. Just like, you have to request he, it. She's just like, oh, he died. Like, what was the cause of death? For a young guy. Like, she was 33. He was 35. Yeah, what, what did they, do we know? Um, I don't know. I don't either. Okay, good. I'll look while you. Yeah. Um, what did it say? Cardiac arrest? I don't know. Anyways. The family ended up hiring an investigator, and the I'm sorry, a PI, and the PI found all this out. It really wasn't a lot of the police work. Mm. They found evidence that um, she had tried to poison him twice before. The, the Valentine's Day before, so a month before, she, he ate on Valentine's Day, and he was, like, deathly sick. And he was talking to his sister, and he told his sister that he thinks she tried to poison him. And um, and not like a joke. No, this is exactly like the other case that we did <laughs> with the husband who was telling the wife, did you try to poison me again? Yes. And they were also from Utah. <laughs> they had the five kids. Remember, he had, yes. a, he had a girlfriend? Yes, yes, she yes. Had the, yeah. The dentist. Weren't they dentists? Yes, the dentist. Yep. Which one killed which? The dentist guy killed the wife <laughs> with... Poised, like cyanide and, and it was stuff. like the third time yes he had poison he was <laughs> she, he was like i know this brings back ptsd but i'm not gonna try to poison you again yeah so again? now she is co- basically they're copying each other they they may be there together oh yeah maybe they're together the dentist and the book writer yeah the author yeah dentist and the author go to jail they're that's, they're going to jail together book. so he 
also thought that she tried to poison him when they were on a trip in Greece, like a year before. And the the relationship had been rocky because he was becoming more and more suspicious and telling his sisters all about all the sketchiness. So he had cut her out of his will and he put his sister as his beneficiary on his life insurance. They found out that she was in contact. The wife was in contact with a drug dealer and they found text messages that were deleted. So they recovered text messages that the wife sent to a drug dealer that said, asked for some Michael Jackson pills. She bought 30 pills of fentanyl for $500. And they found out that she was stealing money from him. So he had found out that she was stealing money when he was alive. So as they're married, he was finding out that she was bad with money. So he had, she had stole $100,000 from his bank account. So they had a bank account together and they had two separate ones. She had spent $30,000 on his credit cards, got credit cards in his name. And then he, she used his power of attorney to secure a $250,000 loan. She uses all this stuff on their house flipping investments. So she's using it for the business, and mm-hmm. she's a great house flipper, but she's making stupid like business deals, right? Mm. And he's not approving of them. They were in an argument because she wanted to purchase a $2 million home, and he was like, no way. And she was like, yes, let's buy it. Let's flip it, and we can sell it for double. And he was like, nope, not going to do it. She would not sign. So that night... She had already gotten all the paperwork together. She killed him, and then she signed on it, right? Mm. And then the next day, she had a party at her house to celebrate that she closed on the $2 million house. Where was he? Dead. In the room? No. Like, she just still celebrated it because she pretended like he would have been so happy. Like, this was their dream to do this, right? So she just was like, oh, we're still going to celebrate because this is what he would have wanted. But he did. The sisters were like, no, she Mm -mm. didn't want. He didn't want this. Well, two weeks later, she found out that he was she was no longer on his will and no longer a beneficiary. So she was going to have no money to put into the house to flip it. So she had to turn around and put it up for sale, and she put it up for sale for $3.7 million. Oh, my God. So she was going to make a profit anyways. Um, and so that was her plan. Her plan was to kill him, buy the, kill him, buy the house, use all of his money to flip the house and make a profit off of it. Like, it was just all behind money. And so the sister... Big Sisters, DTF, hired investigator, found all this extra stuff out, finally proved it, and now she's arrested and in jail. So on Mother's Day, her poor kids didn't have a daddy or a mama a year after their dad was killed. Horrible, had told the police she performed CPR on him after finding him unresponsive in their home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she said that she fell asleep in the bed with her kid. That she gave him a Moscow mule, and she went to check on the kid, and she fell asleep, and when she woke up, he was cold to the touch. It says in this article I'm reading, her arrest came two months after that of Mormon dentist Jim Craig, who is suspected <gasps> of poisoning the wife. Oh, right after each other. Colorado. Oh, my gosh. I just said that. <clears throat> 
And my last one is a little bit more not true crime, but just um, more uh, what's famous. Also, I think that her side part is very telling, or her part in her hair, because it's like real on the side. All the way over. Yeah. I think that just says something about a person. Um, If you have a side part, you may be a murderer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... Did you hear the Jerry Springer drama? No, I just know he's dead. At he what murdered? happened after he did after he died? No. And I okay, so I saw videos on YouTube and of course on TikTok. It's my newest source. Oh yeah. TikTok <laughs> is the is the source. It's the source. It's so the, the source and it's the source. There he recorded a video when he was alive and just, you know, for his lawyer. And this is like his when I die, play this video to my loved ones. And it's basically his will, last will and testament. He had it in oh. paper, but it was like to his loved ones. Hey, how did he die? I don't heart. I don't know cancer, heart attack. The I don't jab. know. He got the jab. So, this video had his lawyer. So it was him on his video, but the video that you watch on YouTube is like on a Zoom, and so it's his lawyer, and then his two daughters, which are two daughters by his wife so these are two white girls then you see these two black kids Mm -hmm. like mixed kids there's like a boy and there's a girl and they're not kids they're like grown-ups they're like maybe upper 20s or 30s so there's four or five people on the zoom you know how like a zoom picture Mm -hmm. looks and then here's jerry springer yeah brady bunch then there's jerry springer playing his video and so he's basically like you know this is so weird. This is weird, and I'm so I'm sure y'all are scared. It's, I'm scared recording this, and I'm not even oh because he's dead. recording it no, knowing it's going to be played when he's dead. When he's dead, yes. I want to do that. <laughs> do, do a recording of if we're dead. This is what we have now, to say. and and I, he had did it when he. I don't know how soon after he found out he was sick, or like at, before he died when he did it. Either way, he confessed to a affair that he had on his wife years ago death video on his death video he confessed to an affair and his wife knew about this affair though and when he had this affair with this woman this woman got pregnant <gasps> did she go on maury povich she did not go on maury povich this woman was black so he had an, aff- oh, he'd be an affair with a black woman and he fell in love with this black woman. But when his wife found out, he made she made him promise to never see the woman again and never have anything to do with the kids. <gasps> and she blackmailed him to out him and his affair all over the Hollywood. And so he was basically saying... I was ashamed and I was afraid and, you know, she won. I let her win. I let her win. Well, and I guess he kept the affair going because he was in love with this woman. But the woman never wanted her kids to know that Jerry Springer was the daddy because she didn't want her kids to be part of his circus, basically. So he honored his wife's but request. But she wanted him to get some of their money? Nope. Nope, she wasn't the. She never took anything from him, according to this video. Dumb, but (laughs) but good, good job. But and yes, so she he honored his wife's request by 
um, not seeing those kids, taking care of those kids. But he honored his side piece, the woman that he had an affair with, request by not telling those kids that he's their daddy. Okay. But he was like, I've had enough and it's time to do the right thing. I've been doing the wrong thing for 26 years. So they're 26 years old. So he was like, with that being said, so-and-so and so-and-so, the two white kids, you guys can have my New Orleans home. You can do what you want with it. You can live in it. You can sell it. You can get the profits off of it. But my Georgia home, my South Carolina home, my Mississippi home, all my annuities, all my everything, all my trust, everything will go to John and Misha, which are the black kids. The wife gets nothing because he told the wife, if you make me do this, you will never get a cent of anything that I've earned. And so this is how he's paying her back. And I guess his daughters were like spoiled. Yeah. So one of the daughters was like, this fucking prick. And she like ex like hung up out of the Zoom. And the other daughter was like, yes. This is the family on the Zoom. This is the, yes, they're all on the Zoom watching this live. So on the Zoom, you're seeing this reaction. The other daughter is kind of like crying. Okay. This is where I don't know if this is real. Cause you know, Jerry Springer's always has like, even in death, he's got like a show. You know, I didn't even question. I believe it a hundred percent. I didn't either because it's, I mean, it's Jerry Springer. I didn't question until this last little bit. Right. Yes. So then all you got is one daughter, the lawyer, and then the two black kids. (laughs) And then, so then the uh, one daughter got out. The other white daughter's crying, and then the two black kids, and then so the black girl goes, I guess black lives do matter. (laughs) (laughs) And then the lawyer says, well, you know, I guess in this case it does, and then it goes off. And I was like, fucking Jerry Springer. (laughs) That's what made me think this is fake. Jerry Springer, even in death, is still playing games. Deep fake (laughs) from the grave. You get it, Jerry. This is what but you're wasn't a it, legend. I know. Wasn't this it so you, real? And like, yes, I have to see it. <laughs> so have. y'all go find the video and tell us if you think it's real or fake. <sighs> that is so great. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, y'all. That is it. We'll see y'all Thursday for a full episode. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive. Oh, it's BGTF. And go register for the live show because the link is out right now. Oh, when is it? June 24th? June 24th. June 24th. Downtown Waco at Undercroft, Austin Avenue. Undercroft, June 24th. What? Like in the evening? Like it's 7 p.m. Yeah. There is an actual underground speakeasy down there. It's it's really dark. It's yeah, really so all you out of towners. Go ahead and get your plane ticket and get ready to fly on out. Yeah, yeah. See y'all. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.